Any of our children want to go to children's church? Thank you, Elizabeth and Becky. 
hard to believe y'all just ran through that this morning and just knocked it out. So good. This morning we're going to be in Luke, 22nd chapter, verses 7 through 21. Luke 22, verses 7 through 21. Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it, they asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters, and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asked, Where is the guest room? where I may eat the Passover with my disciples. He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. Make preparations there. They left and found things just as Jesus told them, so they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his, apostle, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. And after taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread and he gave thanks and he broke it and he gave it to them saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after the supper, he took the cup saying, This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we love you this morning. And Lord, we just ask that you pour out your spirit upon this service, that our ears, our hearts, and our minds are open to what you have to say this morning. And all these things we ask in your name. Amen. I know that's a peculiar scripture for Thanksgiving, but we'll get there. Hello. Um, but I know every Thanksgiving, usually every Thanksgiving play has, um, like the pilgrims and the Indians sitting down to eat. But I'm going to say that the first real Thanksgiving meal happened 1,500 years earlier. In an upper room with Jesus and his 12 disciples. I realized they were there to celebrate the Passover. There was no turkey, no dressing, no mashed potatoes, not even pumpkin pie. It was just unleavened bread and wine. But you'll find that in each gospel, that when Jesus picked up the bread and wine, he gave thanks. He knows this is his last meal, but he gives thanks. Now, I don't know about you, but every now and then my mom would put something on the table that I didn't always like. Actually, she did that quite a bit. We've talked about how picky I am. But, but then I would complain about whatever she put on the table, and my dad or she would say, be thankful you have food on your plate. There are starving people, and then she would name some country somewhere, and half of them were made up. I swear she made up half, half of them. But she would talk about some country that didn't have food. Now, as an adult, I've never starved. I've been hungry, 
I've been a broke Marine that didn't get to the chow hall in time, so I had to wait for breakfast the next morning, but I was not starving. But I am very thankful that we had food on our plate. See, growing up in a Southern Baptist church, we would often have what we call the Lord's Supper. And in the Methodist church, we had communion. Now, another word for the Holy Communion is the word Eucharist, which literally means thanksgiving. Since coming to Arsdale Friends, I've been asked, not since coming here, I've been asked by friends of mine from other denominations the biggest difference between the Friends Church and other Protestant denominations. And when I mention that we don't baptize or we don't take communion, they're surprised. And when they ask about baptism, I say, no, we do not baptize with water. But remember what John the Baptist said in Matthew, the third chapter. He said, I baptize with water for repentance. But after me comes one who is more powerful, whose sandals I am not worthy to, wear, worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. See, when we give our lives to Christ, we are baptized with the Holy Spirit. We should live our baptism. Our baptism is for everyone to see. We should be living that baptism. Now, communion is much easier for me to explain when they ask about that. You see, when they ask me why I don't take communion, I tell them I take communion at least three times a day. Sometimes more. Over the holidays, I probably take it more times. When Jesus told the disciples to do this in remembrance of me, he was eating. So every time we sit down for a meal and we say the blessing, we are taking communion. We are, ta we are having fellowship with Christ. We are inviting him to be a part of that meal. We are taking communion. We are inviting God to bless the meal and pour out his spirit upon it. See, looking back at the Last Supper, Jesus said, For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. This is the last meal that our Savior would eat before he gave his life for us. This is a meal to be thankful for. No, it wasn't turkey and stuffing. But it was a meal for a real king. Now, I've spoken about the spiritual, spiritual retreat called Walk to Emmaus before. It's a three-day journey, and I, I love it. And it's just a way to get away and find out all about God's grace. But we have a tradition in the Emmaus community. And the last meal that we eat before we go home is at a table, and it's shaped like a cross. When we walk into the dining room, we walk in and we see this huge cross. And that's all the tables are put together in that shape. And as we walk around the table, we make a big circle around the table, there are these singers that we don't, you don't see them. They're hidden behind a curtain. And they're singing, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. And it's gorgeous. And the lights are dim, it's just candlelight, and you just walk in and you hear these, these singers singing this song. And as we walk around the table that is shaped like a cross, you can't help but notice as you get to the head of the, at the, head of the table, there's one special chair at the very head, right there at the, top of the, at the top of the cross. And it's not like the other chairs, this one's covered in white. And the plate is not like the other plates. 
This one's gold. And the cup is not like the other cups. This one's gold as well. And on the plate is a crown of thorns. And you realize quickly that you are eating with the king of kings. The presence of the Lord is in that place. See, I've yet to walk around that table, and I've done it over 20 times. I've yet to walk around that table and not cry. I'm getting ready to sit down and have dinner with my Lord and Savior. Every time I look at the head of the table, I can't help but think, this is what it's going to be like when we get to heaven. When we sit down at the table and we see the king of the king, king of kings at the head of the table. That is a Thanksgiving meal. But it all started in an upper room. This time of the year, we have so much to be thankful for. Shelly and I are so blessed to be a part of this meeting. We talk about it all the time. We love you guys, and we want you to know how thankful we are to be a part of this. To be a part of this meeting, to be a part of the fellowship that you have here. We're going to a time of open worship a little earlier than normal, but it's a time of thanks. As we go into open worship, take this time to go to God with thanks.
Please stand as we sing our benediction. son and what he did for us. Lord, just help us throughout this week to reflect in everything that we do. So that people see Jesus in us and everything we do and everything we say. And all these things we ask in your name. Amen. Amen.